was the name of that guy we kept hunting down when we were playing? It was like, like something guy and then a few numbers. Yeah. I think. It was like Doom Guy or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely something that a 12 year old would make as their handle. It was like yeah. Doom Guy or Fighty Guy. Right. Or like, I'll take you down, man, 2312. <laughs> I just remember he had a bounty and we were like, oh. He's got a bounty. We got to do some outlaw justice. And like me, was it you and Paul or you and Lou? We just like went, we just wailed on this guy. Like we went after him so many times and just kept killing him every time we spawned. Well, I think my favorite part was the first time we went to hunt him down, I kind of hung back because you guys were level like 12 and 17 at that yeah. point, And I was level 45 with a full suit of power armor. So this level 20 something guy rolls up and he sees two level, he sees a level 12 and a 17 coming to fight him. He's like, oh, psh. I got this, no problem. So he starts hitting on you, and then I just stomp up, being more than all of your levels combined, and I just put the boot to him. Yeah, and then he just instantly died. And then we, he respawned in a different place, and we, like, tracked him down there, and went and killed him again, because we're like, nobody does this in our game. Nope. <laughs> Welcome to Review for Two. My name's Caroline. My name is Marco. <laughs> what? Just the way you said that was funny. Um, <laughs> and we're dating, and we play video games, and we talk about them. Yes. Right here. This is a review podcast for video games that are fun to play with someone, particularly games that are fun to play with someone on the couch next to you. Not mm. necessarily co-op games. Yeah. Like two-person games. They could be non-co-op. Mm -hmm. We played Dr. Mario, and that was against each other. They could also just be one-person games, like our first episode with Spider-Man. Yeah, but it was fun to play next to each other because of the way it was structured. Little missions in the free world made it so you could very easily just kind of hand it off and hang out with someone. Yeah. Yeah. But today, we're talking about Fallout 76. Dun, 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 dun. Yay. So, you Woo. all know what Fallout 76 is, <clears throat> but for the- I don't think they do. I don't think all of them do. For our one viewer who we played Fallout 76 with, who was struck with amnesia and forgot what <laughs> Fallout 76 was and or is, Fallout 76 is the latest installment of the Fallout series, which up until now has been open world first person RPGs. And this one is the same, except instead of being a single player game, it is essentially 32 people simultaneously playing a single player game. Yeah. So it's just a much larger map. And there are 32 player characters roaming around, sharing a world instead of just the one. Yep. It was created by Bethesda Games, came out end of last year? Yeah, November. November, November I think, yeah. Of last year. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say about this game. Yeah. Great podcast. If you played Fallout 4, it's essentially Fallout 4. But in I a thought shared Fallout world. 4 was like much better. Oh no, Fallout New Vegas was really Fallout good. Fallout New Vegas was an amazing game. Fallout 4 was good, but it had a lot of the same uh, problems. And I think when those problems, when you moved the game into a shared world with yeah. many more player characters, it kind of highlighted all of those flaws and made them a lot harder to ignore. Just really quickly, if you weren't around for the advertising or like the hype of this game... There was a lot around it. I mean, people were really excited about being able to share this world and this story with other people and to play with other people. I know you were like incredibly excited about this. Your I was really brothers were about this. really excited about this. And I was excited because I get I got to share it with you. And 
just off the bat, you're going to hear our reviews, but it did not live up to that hype. Normally, we don't like to review games and just trash them Mm -hmm. because... We like to give credit where credit's due. Right. And, you know, we don't want to just jump on the bandwagon and trash Fallout 76. Right. Um, We're going to talk about its flaws. We're going to talk about the things that we liked about it. We're going to review it. We review podcasts. We don't only review the good ones. We can't. Right. And the reason why we are reviewing this one is because there were some really, really good moments. And there were some moments where when you were playing with another person, it was a fantastic game. Yes. And in theory, it is a good game to play with another person because of how it's structured. Right. You can, you know, load into someone else's world and join up on a team and then Mm -hmm. all of you can romp around this enormous world and do quests together and fight monsters and loot old buildings and all that stuff. Yep. So it's not an entirely negative review, but this will be more negative than most of our reviews because this game had a lot of problems. Yes. Yes. Would you like to talk about those problems? Sure. I made a list. Yep. For the, and this is kind of my review because honestly, any review of Fallout 76 is just talking about the glitches at this point. Right. But some of the glitches are that if you played the game, you will know that it is constantly crashing. Mm-hmm. You know, some t- it like crashes every few hours when you're playing on your own. And then there were a couple of times where we tried to load into each other's games. One person would load in and then the game would crash. So that person would have to reboot, load in, and then the first person's game would crash. And so it sometimes took us half an hour just to get this game turned on and all of us together in the same world to start playing. Mm -hmm. There were a few times where enemies loaded in Caroline's game, but not in mine. Mm -hmm. So to Caroline, they were just enemies. But to me, they were invisible and invincible, but could still attack me and could still do very real damage. Mm -hmm. The camp system was pretty broken at launch. It's still a little broken. We booted it up recently just to play it and see what upgrades they've made, and it's still kind of broken. Yeah. But the main issue was that if you loaded into a world and someone else's camp was already there, it would just boot your camp out. You wouldn't get to, like, it would save it as a blueprint that you could then try and move. But the problem is you had to build your camp on supports into the ground. So you could only put your camp on a piece of ground that perfectly reflected the piece of ground it was originally built on. Mm -hmm. And so after the first couple of times that that happened to me, I just stopped. I just completely gave up on the camp system because I didn't want to have to build it for a fourth time. They have since updated it so that if you're loading into a world where someone else's camp is in yours... It'll tell you so that you can just log out, log back in, and your camp will be there. But that seems like it should have been something that was in the game from the beginning instead of needing to take a month or two to implement. There was one point where I was playing on my own and I entered a building. And for some reason, it loaded in me being able to control my character last. So it loaded in the room, and then it loaded in the enemies, and then it loaded in my character and my hitbox. So I started getting attacked. But it did not actually load in me being able to do anything until I was already dead. There was also, with enemies like um, Scorched and Ghouls, they were supposed to be sneaky. Like, they would hide. But there were a lot of times when they would just appear. Mm. And I would take so much damage. And I'd be like, you were not there one second ago, but now you're here and killing me. The ghouls would freeze like 40 feet away for a few seconds. And then after they unfroze, they would immediately close that distance. So you wouldn't be able to stop them from attacking you. Mm -hmm. Whenever enemies hit you with a physical attack, it would stagger you. But it would stagger you to the point where you couldn't do anything. So you couldn't reload. You couldn't shoot. You couldn't even move. Um, It was a shared world. 
and whenever someone else wandered into an area that you were in, all of the enemies respawned. So you could be halfway through this entire building or this entire zone, and someone else just walking in will cause the enemies all to respawn, and then instead of being starting from the beginning and you don't have any enemies behind you so that you know that just st keep moving in that direction and you can shoot them, you'll be good, you were just surrounded. Mm -hmm. And vendors can only talk to one person at a time, so if you're playing with three other people and you all want to sell something to a vendor you have to wait your turn and so if one person takes three minutes and each other person also takes three minutes every person is standing there waiting for 10 minutes while everyone else talks to the vendor and it just really slows up the gameplay yeah so that's my review all of the flaws i still kind of liked the game i thought that the you played it a lot yeah i mean for me the draw for fallout games has always been kind of just exploring the old buildings and the sort of environmental storytelling. And so that was still very much present. The main story was not because there were no living NPCs other than the robots, but I still enjoyed it. It's just, it was very difficult to enjoy and I enjoyed it a lot less and for a lot less time than I think I would if it did not have so many issues. Caroline, your review. Uh, I echo everything. It was fine. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like the game, but I mean, it was buggy and glitchy and not as exciting as everyone said it was going to be. I've never played another Fallout game. It's not my like style of gameplay that I like. So, uh, you know, I didn't really like it. Yeah, I had fun at certain parts, but it was mostly not fun. All right. So in addition to our reviews, we actually reached out to the people we played this game with to <laughs> see what their thoughts were. We're going to keep theirs brief, just so that we don't take another 15 minutes with two more reviews. One of our friends, their review is super disappointing. I love the Fallout franchise, and it was so hyped, but it was a big old sloppy bowl of unfinished butts. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, goes back to all the technical issues. It just was released a year too soon, I and agree. it was massively unfinished. Yep. They also provided us a second review, which I think can add some context to their first thoughts. Right. Which is, like if you get a bag of Wendy's and reach inside and discover they forgot your fries, and burger, and nuggets, and filled the bag with wasps. I agree with that one. Our other review, and this was sent in by our one viewer, <laughs> so you know you can trust his thoughts. Exactly. He said, it's possible to have fun in Fallout 76, but it's despite the game instead of because of it. Hanging out with friends can be a blast, but I can't possibly imagine playing this unfinished empty game by myself. I agree with that. I would not have played this by myself. I know you did a bunch, but I, I could not. I did, but I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. I had some fun, but a lot of the reasons why I played it by myself is just so I could stockpile. And like level up. So I could level up and make sure that if we wanted to go to a zone, I'd be able to, you know, keep us from dying. Yeah. And also to stockpile all of the materials so that we would never have to put our adventures on hold to go find a dozen more springs or something. Yeah. I did play it by myself. I had some fun, but I did not enjoy it as much as I think I could have. So you may have noticed in that review that it is definitely possible to have fun in this game, which is why we are still reviewing it. Yes. I don't have anything to say. What? I've just let's, been quiet this one. Let's button. go to the questions. All right. First question. What was your favorite weapon in this game? I had a baseball bat that had razors sticking out of it, like razor blades sticking out of it. Did a lot of damage. Oh, and I crafted a pistol with a long-range scope on it. So I had a long-range oh scope revolver pistol. Yeah. We were um, it was basically like putting 
a scope on a Mozambique if you play Apex, (laughs) which I've done before. We were fighting enemies off in the distance, and Caroline just had this sniper scope on a pistol, and she was- I got some hits in. You got some hits in, but how much damage did you do? Like, a lot. Okay. It did damage. All right. (laughs) And I didn't have to be in the battle to fight it, which was my favorite part. That's true. When we went to Deathclaw Island, Caroline did not have to actually go on to Deathclaw Island. No, I was using my scoped- pistol all right what was your favorite weapon i think my favorite weapon was the throwing knives don't you have a favorite weapon in that game that i found for you like that's your favorite fallout weapon oh the goss rifle yeah that's well that's my favorite weapon in terms of usability but i think the throwing knives are just a lot more goofy nonsense because you can make four of them for four steel and steel is the most plentiful item in the game that you can just be walking around with hundreds of throwing knives (laughs) and just like And it's a first-person shooter, but I can just pretend to be a ninja instead. Sure. What was your favorite zone and slash or building slash area slash thing that you could go on? The intro bunker. (laughs) The vault? (laughs) Um, uh, Mothman Town? Point Pleasant? Sure. We had a lot of fun there. We did have fun in Mothman Town. We had a lot of fun there. That was... Like one of the parts of the game that we had two people playing with us and we just got very, very silly and it was very fun. We ate the floor eggs. We ate the Mothman eggs and then we went downstairs and there was like a whole seance leftover and one of them dressed up as a Mothman and the other one dressed up as a follower of the Mothman and it was just ridiculous. Oh boy. Hilarity ensued. What about you? I think my favorite was the amusement park that we ended up setting camp next to because it had you know a vendor and a bunch of enemies that you could fight and loot and all that stuff but it was also fun to just put on power armor and run around on top of the roller coasters (laughs) and just jump off the height of them and just stomp 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 what was your favorite moment oh my god this is kind of a loaded question because (laughs) as our viewer said in their review you can have a lot of fun in this game and we had a lot of particularly fun moments but one thing we noticed is that they had nothing to do with the game or the quest or anything like that it was just the fun that we made right so one that i already mentioned was when we all dressed up as mothman followers and freaked out each other another one was when our one listener got a clown outfit and a (laughs) skeleton mask and then glitched out, (laughs) glitched out to the point where his hands were above his head, like his arms were up in like a yay formation and he was just gliding everywhere. Like he wasn't stepping, he was just gliding and making circles and then spinning around himself on an axis. And then after he got out of that glitch, we found a party scene, like a tea party scene. Something was on fire and he sat down and just freaked us out. It was very funny. Those were really good. And then um, there was another point where you glitched similarly while you were in power armor and you kept emoting finger guns (laughs) and sliding up a mountain. It was just hysterical just, to watch. Im- imagine if Iron Man was mm-hmm. just kind of skating around on the ground, giving everyone the power finger guns instead of doing anything useful. Yeah. But I think, like, my true favorite moment... Oh, no. Why are you scared? I know what this is. What? What is it? It's when we got married. Oh, I thought you were going to say Murgle. No, that's my least favorite moment. I'll get to that. Oh, boy. No, my true favorite moment was when we got married, because we met a Radroach 
who was dead on a toilet in a bowler hat and had two wedding rings on him. And we actually took the wedding rings and in the game, we were canonically married. And then recently we had a like true commitment ceremony where I dressed up in a suit and you dressed up in a dress and we got married. It was very sweet. That was. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? You kind of took all mine actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the power right. sliding robot, the spooky ghost clown, the rad roach priest who got us married. Yeah. If I had to choose a moment that wasn't those three, mm-hmm. I think it would be the times when we took my littlest brother and we were playing with him. And he really had not played much at all by the time he joined. But like, we had been playing for a while by the time he joined us. So we kind of knew our way around and we had decent weapons and he had nothing. So we would just have him pick a direction and go. Yeah. And we would follow and just try and keep him alive and just see what kind of entertaining hijinks that he got in. Yeah, I agree. That but, was fun. Yeah, my, my favorite, favorite moment is definitely when we got married by the Raj Roach Priest. Yes. Yes. Aww. Aww. Aww, aren't we adorable? We're cute. Okay, your least favorite moment. I know mine. It's really easy. Uh-oh. Mergle. Why don't you tell our viewer who Mergle is? Mergle. So, we were playing with Marco's littlest brother. And we come across this like abandoned camp. It's everything's abandoned, but we come across this abandoned camp where there are like picket signs and we don't really know what was there. But Marco, you could see enemies if you use your vats. Yeah. Is that right? You could see enemies and like where they are and what percent chance you have of hitting them if you hit them from where you were. And it usually says like scorched beast or roach or whatever. And this one said Mergle on Marco's, like, thing. And he was like, what's Mer? Like, what's a Mergle? What is this? And I was like, I don't know. What is it? And he decides, he can't even, like, really see what it is. But he decides to unload fire onto it. And we walk across the camp. And we look down. And Mergle is a cat. <laughs> She's, like, a normal house cat who was named Mergle, <laughs> apparently. And we forever yell at Marco about how he murdered poor innocent Mergle and then ate her. He took Mergle and cooked her and ate her. Look, if I just Mergle kill- was innocent. Mergle would not have hurt us. If I just killed this poor random cat, I would feel terrible. And if I just walked away and wasted it and let that cat be <laughs> dead, oh my God. I would feel so bad. So instead, I had to make the cat's death meaningful. And my best strategy for that was to cook it and eat it so that I got sweet, sweet nutrients from it. You left out the best part. What? We knew that this was someone's cat in the game and that this was a well-loved cat. Because upon further investigation of the camp, there was a shrine to this animal. Yeah, there was like a picture of Mergle. And like cat bowls and treats and candles and stuff. So rude. Yeah. So absolutely rude. So I killed someone's beloved pet and then I ate it. You're such a dick. (laughs) What was your least favorite moment? I think my least favorite moment is one that was caused by some of the glitches and Mm -hmm. other issues. Caroline and I were in a cave. It was like a cave tour. God, that was so effed up. Yeah. So we were in a cave tour and, you know, we enter the cave and so it's its own separate location. So it takes us into a loading screen. And then we go down and we're just fighting mole miners and uh, mole rats and other ground dwelling monsters inside this cave. And then my game crashes and boots me out of the world and boots me back to the Xbox home screen. 
I had to reload the game and reload the world. And so after 10 minutes, I'm finally through all the loading screens and I get back to the zone and I enter the cave again so that I can go back with Caroline. And whenever someone new enters an area, it respawns all of the monsters. Mm-hmm. So Caroline is probably three quarters of the way through this cave and low on health and stim packs and ammo and all that stuff. And suddenly all of the previously defeated monsters just pop up back to life and start wailing on her. And so I'm trying to sprint my way through this cave and kill the monsters on the way so that I can save her. And by the time I get to her, she's dead because she just got attacked by all of the monsters that yeah. respawned. It was really shit. It was, yeah, it was just a really shitty experience that was caused A, by the game crashing, and B, by the weird idea that when someone new enters an area, all of the monsters have to respawn. Mm-hmm. That just made what would have been a simple and fun splunking expedition mm-hmm. just turn into unnecessary grinding and death on both of our parts. Yeah. All right. What was your favorite enemy to fight? None of them. uh the easy ones to kill the ghouls the ghouls sure i don't know i don't i didn't like fighting anything that's fair i was terrible at it so i didn't like it to be fair the game was not really helping you i like fighting the death clock because i was so far from it (laughs) i was so far away nice what about you? I think for me, it's going to be the Grafton monster. Mm. So it's this big headless abomination kind of thing that, you know, that hairy red thing in the Bugs Bunny cartoons? I forget his name, but he's like the big hairy monster. No. You don't? I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me let me pull him up. I'll show you a picture. What his the name's fuck Rudolph. Is that? No, his name's Gossamer. Yeah, no, I, I have no idea what that you is. You don't? Why is he wearing sneakers? Because he's wearing sneakers. I never really watched Bugs Bunny cartoons. Oh, well, the monster's name is Gossamer, and he's just this kind of big hairy lump that still has sure. two arms and two legs, but he doesn't really have a head. Okay. And so the Grafton monster is essentially that, except instead of covered in hair, it's just pale and pink. So it like lives in this kind of riverbed under a bridge. And it was only fun to fight because I think I tricked one of my little brothers into going up and fighting it before they knew what it was. Yeah. Which was very entertaining for me because it just kept throwing poop at them. And I just kind of got to sit there and watch. So it was my favorite enemy to trick my siblings into fighting for my entertainment. Yep. All right. Least favorite enemy. Least favorite enemy. My least favorite enemy. (laughs) I don't know. My least favorite enemy is all of them again. It's the big flying thing that was annoying and I didn't like it. Oh, I was going to say that too, actually. The Scorch Beast. Yeah. It's like it's fucked up. Sorry. Sorry, everyone who hates that I curse in these. This is fucked up. I don't like it. As you can tell, Caroline does not really like this game. But um, next game is going to be American Idol. So hot. Oh, boy. We're going to play American Idol. You're going you're gonna to like it. Yeah, the Scorch Beast was also my least favorite because it had too much health and a battle with it lasted for 15 minutes. But it also had just so many different ways to attack you while it was in the air. And even though you have guns, none of your guns are really geared for long enough range to do any appreciable damage. So you just kind of had to sit there and take its attacks while it flew around and then wait for it to land. But its attacks were like a sonic blast attack and just like throwing shit at you. And it could summon Scorched and... It could. It's just all messed up. It just like rained radiation on you. Yeah, yeah. it was not fun to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Any That's other all questions? I have. No. Yeah. 
Okay. That's it. Yeah. So this was an overwhelmingly negative podcast episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. We wanted to still talk about it because there were some great moments to be had with friends. And I think in another year when this game is actually finished... It could be really, really fun. But for now, it's just a little bit too handicapped by technical issues and other things like that. Yeah. I know Bethesda is still working on it. So maybe in... As they should. Yeah. Maybe in a few months, it'll actually be ready and good to play. Mm -hmm. But until then, wait for it to go on sale. Yeah. Wait for it to go on sale. And tell us if you've played it and you've like wildly different ideas about it like let us know you can tweet at us at review the number four the letter t or you can email us at review for two at gmail.com the four is the number that's kind of it yeah if you have any also fun stories of your own from that game please feel free to share yeah we'll definitely share it on air yeah that's it cool yeah that's about it thanks for listening thank you very much for joining us on this expedition into the bug and glitch filled realm of fallout 76 yeah tune in next week for not american idol it's gonna be american idol it's probably not gonna, it's gonna be, gonna be american, american no, idol. it's gonna be american idol. is that even a two-player game yeah, yeah yeah it's a three-player game but can't only one person win yeah that's the part that's the point Whoa. we compete against each other i don't know if our relationship can survive another i'm game. so good at that game you just want to be the one who wins these yeah. versus games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Tune in now. <laughs> <laughs>